When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, well, here we go. I was expecting Cool and the Gang celebration being played for our very first recap pod that's on video here, but that's just not how it is right now. Barood, Nicholas Allen Baugh, the podcast studio. We're still very excited about it, but unfortunately, it's going to be another kind of somber recap pod where uh, Frost, I thought it was Frost after the game said it looked like the same movie. Yeah, every writer in uh, for the papers in Nebraska were like, yes, good. <laughs> I've got my lead in. And, you know, it's like, insert movie quote. Right, right. Easy, right. Like, Everyone, re- I think uh, Mitch yeah. Sherman of The Athletic, he ended up, he referenced a bunch of them. And then, like, his final line was like, but this movie looks more like <laughs> the Titanic. I, but that's it. it. Was Isn't like, that great, though? Like, right, right. If you're a coach, do you just go, like, I, for, for writers to like me, Give them that was that perfect. Piece of like, meat to kind of like, well, we know what this script tells us. Is really, like, seriously, that was, I didn't think about that. You know, every writer was like, oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, because you like, just think you write, because we've all, we've all, we've done this, the same pod 50 times. They've written the same column reacting to this game 50 times. They needed something new and yeah. Frost get. So, you know what? Frost, give that man an extension, all right? <laughs> give that man an extension. Yeah, I mean, you, there's all sorts of those little, like, cliche, you know, it's like, it was a dog day afternoon, right. for, and then it's like, dog day Dog yeah. day. Give him well, the, you yeah. always had, you and your brother always had the rude awakening. Yes. For every headline in the Journal Star was like, rude awakening, rude rushes for three touchdowns of Southeast wins. I'm it's not like, How many rude awakenings happened? I think happened? between us, we've had, you know, six times in the paper, there's been a rude awakening. Oh, yeah. Yes. And that's great. I mean, it's 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 easy though, but it's, like it but, writes but, the but the media yeah. loves things like that that are just put on a T for them to go. Yeah, right? those just nice little nuggets that are just like so ready because for I, I figured we'd be no different. I mean, I wrote I mean, is this movie Groundhog Day? Is it yeah. Edge of Tomorrow? Uh Cruise. Ooh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow, kind of sneaky good. Because you die a lot. You, you die you over dying. and over and over and over and over and over again. But I guess Groundhog Day, he did as well. He did, but that was his own thing, you know. But that was our choice too. That's true. It's self-inflicted. <laughs> it's self-inflicted. Bill Murray self-inflicted fatalities. This is Groundhog or, Day. Or the thing I thought about was shouts out to the to Pinky in the Brain. Remember how every Pinky in the Brain episode ended? It's like, what are we going to do tomorrow, Brian? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take, take over the, the world. world. It yeah. feels like it's like. What are we going to do next week, Frost? The same thing we do every week. Find a way to lose. Find a way to lose the game. Like It almost feels more like pinky in the brain to me. I don't know. It's probably Groundhog Day, though, if we have to choose one. It's Groundhog Day because we just can't get out of this. It's this repetitive thing. It's And I think right now, if we were to take the temperature of Husker Nation... They feel like they're going insane. Like it's almost like an insanity check. Like, is can we get out of this reoccurring nightmare of that's it? That's kind of what it is, right? Especially when like 
because not to, we're going too far with Groundhog Day here, but like Bill Murray got to where he knew the lay of the land and he would try to accomplish things knowing the obstacles. And sometimes he still couldn't do it, right? Yeah. Whether he was trying to get with Homegirl, his newscast partner, like did different things to try to seal the deal and he still couldn't do it, right? Like (laughs) he tried different things. And that's the thing that is so, that's why it's so almost applicable to Groundhog Day. It's like everybody knows the issues and they still trip up on them over and over and over again so but let's let's stick with this all right so how does two he, more minutes of groundhog okay, day so and this then we'll is, go so this we'll, we'll apply this later <laughs> but the way he gets out of the movie is he tries everything and then finally at the end of the movie he just like he just commits to just doing the right thing all the time right? and doesn't try to like right for like and it, it all works out when he I just think i like that it, when he let okay when and then it all starts coming to him so so i think maybe we can think about this we can apply this later okay we'll revisit that we'll circle back to that okay here's what i'm like usually the one the one thing about these recap pods is almost always we find some silver lining we find some shred of optimism something right it does feel like this might be the most challenging recap pod maybe we've ever done to find that i'm not saying all hope is gone but i'm saying at least for us in the next 90 minutes to really find like here's why it's all going to be okay xyz it's going to be pretty hard because i we we talked about how important this game was if you would have asked me to just 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 go into go to www.worstcasescenario.com what happens in this game i i don't know if i would have even dreamed that it would have gone as bad as it went (laughs) seriously it's a, I mean, and I think we're going to discuss these handful of plays. Oh yeah. But the way those certain plays happened, the times they happened at, that's what is so difficult about yesterday. And even like going through this, right? Yeah. But it, uh, if you, if you were to say, do I have some silver linings? I will look at you. Finish look at you teasing. Lines. We've okay. We're going to, we're going to tease groundhog day. How, <laughs> the, how Bill Murray gets out of it to apply to Nebraska football. And you have silver linings here because I don't know, man. I mean, it's like I've said this season is all about earning the fans trust and patience back. And at least for one game, that game did neither. And the reality is just to frame it, Nebraska in year four with a four year starting quarterback lost to a team that isn't good. Let's not kid ourselves. Illinois is not very good. No. In game one of year one of a new staff with a backup quarterback who had been a career backup for his entire time in college. Like, so any way you want to slice it, it's not good. And it's just, I guess we'll start with this before we get into, I took notes last night rewatching the game. It's just got to be Bo. Like it's so demoralizing and disheartening and flat out concerning to seemingly spend the entire off season talking about preaching and focusing on mental mistakes, special teams, a downhill running back driven run game, Martinez eliminating the turnovers. And then for all those things to be preached every single day. And then in game one, go out and just whiff on all of them. It's got to be a major gut punch to the confidence for the players. It's got to be a major face palm for the coaching staff and then honestly in some ways it's a little bit of like if you're a fan or a media member 
it's got to make you question the coaches on some level of like, okay, you spent all this time, you've spent eight months focusing on getting like mental mistakes, special teams, though, like just trying to do a little, a little bit better at all those things. And they were all horrific again. Mm-hmm. Like, all that is just demoralizing in a lot of ways. Yeah. And you, you could see it. We talked a little bit about this beforehand, but you know, the, the pay, if you read the papers today, the media officially went into uh-oh mode. Oh, yeah. And we were talking about it, you know, the last couple of weeks here the, of this offseason. You could feel the shift a little, but they needed to win this game to get the media off their back. And the media now is, uh, I think, officially like they're going to be, they're not going to be gentle anymore well but the other thing too is going forward it's not even just that they lost you needed to win this game or the media was gonna you know take the gloves off but it was just it was yeah you needed to win but it just you couldn't lose like that that's 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 my thing like if you lost you lost like i still think it would have been i'm not going to be disingenuous and act like all these columns would have been like and this movie actually has a fairy tale (laughs) ending coming (laughs) like i'm not saying that but it just it just couldn't go the way it went. It's almost unbelievable that it literally hit all of the notes of like all the things. Like, do we want to just get into it? I, I want to get into it because I because we need I, to stop talking. I, I, I want to talk about the specific the plays because there, okay. there's a lot of nuance right. to how to me how you should interpret them. That's okay. Why. Okay, I wrote down. Can I? I should have done this for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 11's got like a 50 subplots to it, 12, 13, 14, 15. I have like 15 things I wrote down for bullet points here. And this is sticking with the movie theme. (laughs) These are the scenes. (laughs) The cinematography for our movie recap here is going to be incredible, my friend. Scene one of the the nightmare. Groundhog Day 2, the nightmare. Scene, here it is. (laughs) Groundhog Day. I got you, babe. Starts. Bill Murray wakes up. up. Scott Frost wakes up. I think I'm going to call a pass for Adrian Martino. (laughs) Okay, ridiculous. What can I try here? Here we go. We have to start with, I mean, Cam Taylor Britt's decision on catching the punt at the one-inch line and then falling down in the end zone to throw it forward and get a safety is almost laughable. And it speaks to, there are a couple of things within that. One, it speaks to we clearly predetermined, which we've all been there been there in moments as an athlete where like, no matter what, I am bouncing this run outside. No matter what happens, yes. if I'm catching this ball, I'm shooting it. No matter what, I am whatever. He made a decision when he went back to return that punt, no matter what, I am catching this punt and making something happen. Yeah. When, see, this is where, this is where you know you want to blame Frost, but it's like that's what's so hard, Nick. It, that's your best football. That's the best guy in your Captain, team. Best player on the team. That's the best guy we got, and the best guy we got tried a little too hard and made a bonehead blunder. And so, what do you do when your best player, who you trust more than anybody? makes the biggest mistake you can make. That's right. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what you say like, to that. You again, you're either it's every the buck's always the buck always stops with frost. Yeah. I get all that. But at the same time, I I 
the the last time I returned a punt was in Leon's midget football in like fifth grade, right? <laughs> but even I know what is the general rule of thumb as a punt returner? Where do you put your feet? It, at on the, the ten, ten yard line. And and Cam Taylor Brett knows this. He knows that. That's Everybody what knows it. Don't tell me. That's where I'd like I'd be hard as a coach. Like you, I, I want to come to the podium if I was frost. Like. Just hold on one second. I know you guys all think I'm an idiot and a buffoon right now, yeah. but do you really think we have not told Cam Taylor Britt and any of our punt returners to put your f***ing feet at the 10-yard line, and if you go back at all, let it go? It, you really think we haven't told them that? They've told them that. They've, they all know. Everyone knows. What happens in my – this is my estimation. Guys get in the game. The ball's in the area. They're running back, and they just – they don't – like. It becomes Thought, just yeah. Just I mean, some guys have eludes them are better at in the moment. They'll say, "I think I'm getting close to the ten. And they take a peek and they say, "I'm letting it go." Right. But like Cam Taylor Britt made a bonehead play, and if he's your best player, same way he he dropped a punt against Iowa last yes. year. And you know, what I said, I go when my best players, like the best guys in my team, are making the mistakes, I kind of throw my hands up and go like, "That's just what we who we are." I mean. It, I don't blame a coach if the best player on my team can't make the play because it's just like well, especially when it's shit, elementary yeah. stuff too, like and that. That's, like that's just fo- that's stuff and, that and I expect listen, you to know in high school. That's what I'm saying. I expect you to know that in high school. And and we're playing the blame game here. And the re- reality is, it doesn't matter. They all get blamed. But at the same time, if we're you know everybody's wanting to crucify Frost, like that's one instance where it's like. It's it's just sort I mean, of Nick. When I say like the, we talk about the, we're, I'm going to talk about this a little bit. Frost said, used the word snake bit. You come about football gods, like we make the wrong plays. Like we make our bonehead plays, not in a game that's out of reach already. Right. The games that we should win, we make them to let a team like Illinois like in a game. And that's the problem with our team right now. It's like it's this weird ability to make the absolute worst play at the worst moment. Right. And, and we're going to go through this game right. and hit these. But but it's just because in some ways now, Nebraska was able to rebound from this moment. But in some ways, that play set the tone for the game. Oh, un, no no doubt. Because the all, what's a travel roster? 50, 60-some? 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, yeah. All, everybody on that sideline went, our best player, our captain, just pissed his pants and made and now we're down to nothing. Yeah. When we've spent all offseason talking about how we're not going to piss our pants. And he pissed his pants. Like I, I almost think like you said there's a part of me that thinks he was so predetermined that like I'm going to catch every punt and right. return every punt this year. Like he wants to be like I respect that he wants to be a guy that wanted to do it all. He said I want to play every special teams. I don't want to be the I love Cam like, Taylor Britt, but it's We got to love that attitude. And what an unfortunate way to start his punt work. Because now it's but like here's the thing. he might they might say you're not our punt. Return. Well, I don't. Know, if I'm not mistaken, he never went back there again. No, it's, but it, but yeah. here's the thing. Another another little. Uh, this is my. To, I put a little side note with this. Do you see who Cam Taylor Britt wasn't back there on the first punt return? It was Oliver Martin. And someone oh. effing explained that to me. Maybe it's Frost just, just done that his whole time. Uh, well, it'll be Brody Belt. It'll be J.D. Spielman. Now it's going to be Wandale. It's like, pick a guy. If Cam's the guy, Cam's the guy. Now, 
I understand if you make a play like you just did, you maybe lose your job and it's over. But yeah. I don't like this situational, I wonder, hey, this time it's you, next time it's you. I don't like that stuff. I would say the only time I understand is like if he had like a couple like long plays where he was a little gassed, maybe. Maybe, like, yeah. That's that's where I, I'll understand. Or it's like, I wonder if it's like somebody's a little bit better at catching, like, like the receivers are a little bit better than the DBs at catching punts. I always feel like Westy would come in and return catch punts and you knew when Westy trotted out there it's a fair catch because you knew I mean. Westy was going to catch it and so maybe that's it but I also just I don't like that like I don't like you, that you, get a punt returner we we had to, you have 85 we, scholarships <laughs> find one guy that can return a punt it's hard to believe like especially when we were so spoiled we had like it was uh, like Bobby Newcomb Dewan Gross, Gross even DeMorne Pearsonell the more he yeah. hurt his knee DPE was Nasty. We've had some. We had a few really good punt yes. returners. Johnny Rogers, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rich Baugh. Rich. There Richie we go, Richie. Ba. Richie Baugh. Richie Baugh. But yeah, it's kind of been what Nebraska has had a good line of that. A line of even Amir was pretty good for a little bit. He might have been just kickoff, but yeah. Nevertheless, that we've spent too much time on this Can one I thing. Make but, one more point on that. Yeah. Okay, and this this I'm not. I don't make excuses, but I <laughs> think it's clear to point this out when they reviewed it. His knee was down in the end zone. And I'm telling you, every time somebody's ever got an interception and they like run and fall in the end zone or run and get tacked, they call the touchback. Was that what they were reviewing? When they were reviewing it, what were they? Were they looking at that? So, yeah. So this is this is what I'm a little confused on. His momentum clearly brought him into the end zone. And then he tried to make a move from there, but he was in the end zone. He slipped. He slipped. He slipped. But his momentum took him in the end zone. Usually. Right. From my experience, if you if your momentum takes you into the end zone and then you get tackled or take a knee or fall down, it's a touchback. His momentum took him in the end zone. His knee hit, then he threw it. So yeah. technically, the knees down the throw shouldn't matter, and it should have been a touchback. But it was such a dumb I play. I almost feel like Dean Blandino and everybody back at the review was like, like that was so bad. This is so bad. We're not going to give it to him, though. The reason why I almost agree with this, I hated that they always never try to call a safety. Like, right. typically in football, refs yeah, like, never, nah. let's give them the one-inch yard line instead of calling a safety. They did that. I, it's weird. I hate it. Refs hate in it. basketball love calling charges. I feel like refs in football hate calling they safeties. They hate it. They hate calling safeties. Which I would think calling a safety would be kind of a good I would time. call a safety. Like, he was. He was on the five. I'm like, I think it's here. I would potentially call <laughs> it. But they never. So, but they, no, I, I know what you're saying. I saw give, that. But I was so just like. It was unthinkable, Nick. Nick, when he caught that ball in the one inch, <laughs> it's unthinkable. It's embarrassing. If we went to a fourth grade Pop Warner football game, if someone did that, you'd be like, pull that kid. That kid sucks. <laughs> that but, kid doesn't get but a I'll give it. Here's, CF I think game. we also got to give credit on, on the other side. That punter was amazing. That punter was legit. I know one guy in this room. I'm not going to say who he is. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> loves punters. Nick. I'm a Darren Erstad guy, Jesse Cush. Is this guy Alex is he, Henry? Is he gonna get a place on the wall? Might. Whoever the Illinois punter. We'll just get a piece of paper that says Illinois punter. And we'll I mean, Nick, I right was there. thinking about you and this guy was punting because did I, you see? I mean, how about his first punt of the or was it his his sec no his first punt of the game? Penned him at the or might have been the set, whatever it was. He, he had one, one that went at the one inch line. And then he put Cam Taylor Britt on the one. Yes. And then he turned one over that was like an 80 yard, but right. it was like that was legit. Player of the year. 
Give him the Heisman at this point. Heisman frontrunner, Nick Boz, Heisman frontrunners, Illinois punter. I think to start the season, that guy's up there. I mean, <laughs> who is better than that guy? I mean, Nobody. Good God. Okay, so there's number one. We spent 15 minutes on that. But, but that play it. was like. The, the three biggies, we got to spend yeah, a lot of time. Okay, uh, the next thing I wrote down, because, in, again, I'm going sequential order. Connor Colt missed an extra point. Oh, how do you explain it? Big Ten kicker? <laughs> Big Ten kicker of the year. Big Ten kicker of the year. He can't went, make an extra point. He was 15 for fi- either 15 for 15 or 20 of 20. I think he was 20 for 20 a year I think ago. He was 30 for 30. Whatever it was. He was an ESPN <laughs> 30 for 30. He was perfect. Whatever it was. He was 100%. Big Ten kicker of the year. Nick. I mean, how do we explain this? Nick, he missed two extra points yesterday. That's my, that's my like, that, t- like the Cam Taylor Britt and the Connor Cole, like, that just shows you, like, I don't want to say snake bit or cursed. Like, I don't, sometimes it feels like everything's it's, cursed. It feels closer to that than it's like, oh, man, we just got terrible players and we don't know how to coach. Like, it feels closer. Like, are we cursed? Right. That's what it feels like. I mean, because that's unbelievable to miss not one but two extra points. It's crazy, though. I don't. I mean, it's it's so out there. They're like, to me, is this just first game jitters for everybody? What's it? I mean, it's like this is an all conference kicker. This isn't just, I mean, it'd be bad if like this was a new kicker, but this is an all conference kicker. Yeah, but he also is, I mean, Nick, let's be real. These guys haven't played in front of fans for, right. but at the same time, two for him years? being all, was I the one that was like, when he was named all conference kicker, like, did you ever feel like, you know what? Nebraska's kicker is legit. Well, did you he, feel like that a year ago? You know I mean, what I, I know say his is, numbers were good, but he, like he was very accurate. He didn't, doesn't have a big leg, but he was accurate. And remember how bad our kickers were the year oh, before? Jesus. So I was a little bit like, yeah, this guy's a big oh, upgrade. A big upgrade, but, but I, mean, I just don't like, feel like he's not. He's you always not, think like Ohio State. This guy kicks from seventy-two yards right, every right. day. I mean, I don't, I don't I never saw him like that. But okay, so there, Connor Colt missed an extra point. I mean, yes. just give me another round of whiskeys here. Um, What's in your cup? Yeah, not whiskey. I wish it was. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. And I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it. And how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors by Pella. Won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low-E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. They got triple-pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. Okay, next one. The, depending on how you want it, Adrian Martinez missing lever in the end zone. And you could also look at the other way, lever a drop in the end zone. It's a bad throw. We needed to put it on him. But at the end of the day, as a former quarterback, I put that on me. Like, I, like you got to put that on that guy. But at the same time, I, that has to be catch of the year. If he to, – to make that catch, it's like – that's a like a Odell ridiculous Beckham. catch. It's not quite Odell Beckham, but it would – He was cool. unguarded. Nick, he's unguarded. You got to put that on his You got to just – it's put it on his flick. chest. It, it doesn't even need to be on his chest. It needs to just be a just a 
Like he right. could stop in the end zone right. and wait for it to come down. It was wide open. And Martinez misses how Martinez always misses, right. which is high Sail, and long. Sailing it he long. never misses short. He misses high and long. He throws off his back foot and he releases the ball. To, like, right. He yeah. never comes down right. enough. He never, he never misses short. He ever. misses long like 90% of the time. Right. If he's going to miss, it's, he sails it. I mean, that is, he is wide open. You, you can't, you can't and, miss it. I mean, in like, like we'll, we'll talk about Martinez. It has two play. Really. I mean, we can say a lot about Martinez this game. He wasn't that bad. Two plays though can cost us the game. Yeah. And that's the stuff and, that's, and that's so hard. Of, that's what's weird is that game was a, a kind of Martinez in a nutshell. Like uh, if you, if you want to figure out, who Martinez is, I would say just watch the Illinois game. Like, because it's a lot of really good. And then it's a lot of routinely bad. And then a lot of bad, like back breaking bad. He's he, always kind of had a knack for the big mistake that kills you. He makes it. Yeah. that He's kind of like our team goes where he goes and he knows how to make the wrong play at the wrong time. Yes. Yes. But so, and, and that, so I mean, Nick, he, it's not that he misses a lot of open guys. He misses the open guys on wide open touchdowns. It's not that like, just that he fumbles every once in a while. He fumbles, he <laughs> fumbles for a touchdown. <laughs> I'm not 30 I'm seconds. Not before. Hey, it's yeah. amazing though. It's like, a Nick. It's fuck. It's amazing. Yes, it is. It is. But that, so there's, so, okay. So you have a missed touchdown opportunity. That's seven points that you end up having to settle for a field goal. And I'll get to some hidden points in a second. But the next one is the other big, like if you're looking at the turning point of the game. Yeah. Caleb Tanner's roughing the passer taunting penalty is a game changer. Because let's set the stage here. Because Cam Taylor Britt intercepts the ball. But we just drove down the field. We had some nice throws. We punch it in. It's nine to two, right? It is. So it is Nebraska. Cam Taylor Britt intercepts the ball and gets tackled. Nebraska was going to have the ball with six minutes and 32 seconds left in the second quarter at the 47 yard line up nine to two. Instead, Illinois gets 30 penalty yards because there's not one flag, but two. They get the ball all the way down to, if I'm not mistaken, or it's on the 24-yard line, and seven plays later, they score. And, oh, by the way, they go on to score 28 unanswered points from this play sequence here. You go from an interception, ball at midfield, all momentum, up 9-2 to two with six and a half minutes left, to now, wing, bang, boom, the game is tied, and you've kind of lost all momentum what where do you want to start with this this almost this is the this one i'm having a lot of trouble with because a part of me when i first saw the the Roughing penalty the yeah. i was so upset because i'm like 10 years ago that's nothing but just like what a great play he didn't crazy. hit his yeah he didn't hit him in the head hit him right he hit right. in the chest drove him to the ground which is what you're supposed to do and now it's like Okay, it's a penalty, so now you have to learn how to hit people and assume they've let go of the ball, and then you have to let go. I mean, it's all like 
it's such a it's such a like the ref could do that every time the quarterback gets hit if that's yes. the rule. And so I really struggle. I struggle being like um coming down hard on defenders. I, I'm a, I agree. I'm a defensive apologist most of the time, just like you heard about my safety. I'm I'm glad they gave Cam Taylor the safety. <laughs> right. I know what you're saying. Yeah. But I, I didn't see the taunt. I don't know what taunting, like what did he do? Like he celebrated? Like doesn't people celebrate? I, you got to tell me. I, like, don't, I don't know. Somebody's got to explain. See, the that's what's so hard. It's like, I get like, I don't know. I mean, we don't teach. We don't coach discipline. I'm like, I, I don't know what that has to do with anything on that play. That's just like, do you know who's not going to win the football? God say Nebraska today. That's I mean, what it says to me. Like, because it wasn't even like it was an egregious helmet to helmet launch. Like he had his head up. Hit him in the chest, wrapped him up, took him to the ground. Took him to the ground. And you say you can't bury a guy, but I'm like, well, what are you supposed to do? What, so you have supposed to, to go full go. speed, tackle him, and then he ha- it's on him to stop and hold him up. Or Is, does the quarterback bear no responsibility to like, if you're going to throw it, you're going to get hit, or you have to tuck it? Because who's to say, oh boy, like does it pump, and and then you you know what I mean? Like you can't assume. You got to assume he's throwing it, and you got to get there. Uh, it, it, it's one thing if it's super late. It wasn't. It was on time. Right. I know that's what's and so it forced. I mean, it forced a bad throw and, and an interception. Pick. Like right. to me, you're taking away the incentive of the defense to play aggressive. Now it's like, well, you have to. It's another reason the offense just like if you're a quarterback, why would you ever just not stand there and try to just get hit and take your penalty every I, time? I, because that's that's. I guess my whole thing with whether it's targeting or this play, I always, this is my line all the time of like every single rule, there should be an obvious, don't do that, do this instead, right? Traveling in basketball, don't take four steps. You have to take two. Yeah. Got it. You know, whatever. I mean, just fill in the blank for any rule, right? Yeah. Don't hold that guy. You have to let him go, whatever. Explain to me what exactly Caleb Tanner was supposed to do. I don't know. I don't know if there's a good explanation besides, hey, we have to act like this game is safer now, so we throw more penalties when quarterbacks get hit. Right. It's like, to me, I just think it's such uh, – it's so arbitrary. I mean, Garrett Nelson – Yeah, breaks Brandon Peters. He drilled him and it drove him to the ground. It was the same, but it was here as opposed to – on his shoulder as opposed to chest. Maybe like, he wasn't in the act of – he wasn't in the act of throwing, but – it was a drive to the ground. Like to me, it's like if you hit the quarterback as he's about to throw it, that's no different than he's running to me when he throws it and you go one, two, three bingo. Okay. Like you took three steps after he just threw the ball versus like you're hitting him as he's releasing it. Kind of like that's where I'm just like, I, I get real frustrated at that. And I don't like that a game is completely changed now. That's, maybe we don't win, right. but I'm but, just telling you that game is so different. If but if don't. you if you look at the turning point of that game, it's that play. You could it's that you sequence. can take another safety from Cam Taylor. You, that's the play. that's the play. Everything seemingly changed after that play. That sequence, yeah. But nevertheless, more of kind of like somehow Nebraska finds themselves in these spots, yeah. Right or wrong, I think we both disagree with a little bit of the 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 call. I don't know if I really saw the taunting. I mean, I don't know. I didn't like, see the taunting. I didn't get an explanation for the taunting. But like, 
Okay, <laughs> like if you do something so over and beyond, you get a taunting. That's a discipline problem. But if you lay someone's ass out and, and you, you get even up, if he stood over him and kind of like, I mean, I, I don't, every single play, somebody gets up and celebrates. So you got to tell you, you got to let me know what the line is. You can't make an arbitrary like I, this time. This guy can't celebrate. And maybe there's some language that they, I don't know. But I mean, but then, I just didn't then, get any. Then what's the language rule? Right. I don't know. We got it. To me, it's like, know. let's just be clear. Like if you MF somebody. And that's a penalty. Then every time you see these guys mfing out there, right, it's got to be a penalty. It can't be these random like it's too random. These these targetings they should all be reviewed every time. And like I don't I don't know like you should it should be really hard. to me it should be hard to get a targeting. It shouldn't be this easy and arbitrary. I agree, but clearly enormous enormous sequence. The other little sub note or side note that I wrote with this. After that, after the, so they, so we have the, they didn't go to stay. You get 30 penalty yards. They didn't score. Yeah. Right. That was the touchdown where there was a personal foul on the touchdown that then was enforced on the kickoff. They backed him up on the, remember that they, yes. they backed him up further for the kickoffs, I think by 10 or 15 yards. So to me, you have an opportunity for a good return. Yeah. Right. And instead, now maybe this is on the all-American, all-world kicker, kicked but it, it out of the end zone, he kicked man. it out of the end. Like, but it also looked like the returners, the returners were too far up. That guy, I, I'm surprised how far he kicked it, though. So I guess, but I'm just, I didn't know what, I wanted to ask you, like, I didn't know whether to be upset with the returners and not being positioned right, or do you just chalk that up to to the guy? So Johnny Big Leg just... Johnny Big Leg... I mean, he brought out the big Bertha driver. And he was one of those guys who are like, wait, is this guy? He, was he took a swing. He was the DeChambeau like, of DeChambeau kickers. came up, got to the tee, <laughs> and he hit it at 415 yards. And everybody was like, oh, oh, all right. Like, like the Huskers, like the Huskers were up, they were up at the white tees. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> They're up at the white tees thinking like, okay, like, I mean, I don't know. I just thought that was like a pretty big seat. You had an opportunity for a pretty good return yeah. and it didn't happen. Okay. Uh, so then the next big play, we've already kind of hit on it, but you have the forced fumble by the black shirts, right? You get completed, completed pass. The black shirts pursue, knock the ball loose, recovered by Nebraska. Nebraska has the ball at the 39 yard line with 58 seconds left. Yeah. And I think we should point out uh, in this first half, I thought the black shirts looked really oh. good in the first half, right? Yes. So we we I think we had three sacks. We had um I thought we looked physical. Like we were making big hits. We were hitting yeah. hard, like uh, a couple t TFLs. Yeah. So I mean I think Deontay made a great, you know, third and one. Like he blitzed and made a, a the a ultimate big play. warrior played great. Ultimate warrior was injuring people like we've always thought he and believed he could do. Um and we just looked we looked I thought we like I was like, Disrupted. okay, this is what I yes. wanted to see. I totally agree. Reimer gets a fumble. We turn like, but uh, I'll say this though: like they were on the field a lot. That well, so this yeah, is the thing: is like they played well, but like the, there was erod there was an erosion yeah, over like because, a wearing down. You know, they get they drive, they get points. Cam Taylor Britt safety. They go back in the field. We you know like we just kept like putting them out there. Yes, and it was a hundred degrees. I think that was a big factor uh, for the rest of the game. I totally agree. But now we're on offense. So so. Recover the fumble. 58 seconds left. Ball to 39. Run a couple of plays. They get to third and two at the 48-yard line. 
Nebraska comes out in four wide. It was a weird formation. Frost talked about after the game that he thought they had Illinois confused by the formation. Yeah, they were junked out, kind of. But nevertheless, when you split more guys out, you're not going to have as many guys to pass protect. Martinez tries to step up in the pocket, tries to make a play. It almost looked like he was going to try to flip it forward to Oliver Martin. See, I didn't see him trying to flip. It looked like he would, because he had the ball in one hand, it looked like he was trying to do one of his little flips, but oh. but he gets hit, and somehow the ball spins. He, instead of fumbling and going over, the ball spins in place. Illinois, scoop, score, touchdown. And now 30. it's 16 to nine at halftime. I mean, it, it's. But it's, those are the plays we talk about. With Martinez. Those are the back breaking plays that Martinez just for as much as we support him, as much as we defend him. These are the th this is who he is you, to a certain you extent. You can't put any of that on anybody but Adrian Mart. Like there's only one thing you can't do. You can do a lot of things. There's a million things you can do there right. that are all fine. There's one thing you can't do, and it's fumble, fumble and gift a, gift a touchdown with 30 seconds left to go in the half. Because I don't care what anybody says. We're on our side of the field. We are going to get points. Yes. You do not run the ball or do some – like, go get points. The best play, call it. Like, right. we're not playing scared. Play to win the game – at that point, we're up nine to, or it's nine to nine. Like they're getting the ball, like get some and points. And you just, you just forced a turnover. You had, you, you could have a chance to kind of regain going, the momentum. Yeah, is, like, we're not I in the no 30, problem. We're going I had no in. problem go like being aggressive the in paper, that spot. The paper was talking about maybe we should have not tried. To, no, I disagree like, with no. that. I was saying here, we, like you, you, go. you go try and score. That's the right play. Right. Maybe if you wouldn't have had, I still would have liked it, but maybe if you wouldn't have had the ball, maybe if you have the ball to start the second half, I can entertain the idea of not having the foot on the gas but even so i think when you're going when you cross when you are a I near midfield even, if you're dang even you're not, if you're just close to the 50 you go they were crossed it man they were going in like you get I, that you i get agree that i agree and but but adrian just like he's loose with the ball a lot yes i'm telling you maybe i'm seeing what i want to see i thought it looked like nick he i was trying to flip it but it like right as he was going forward he got hit but you got to, like, when you're in traffic, Bo, I mean, you were a ball carrier. I, like, when you've, you've got to know that thing and and protect it. Well, you know, like, we obviously, we're not comparing Tom Brady to, to Adrian to Tom Brady here. But the one thing Tom Brady never does is he never really scrambles. But he also rarely, rarely gives the ball back to anybody. He just takes sacks. Right. He doesn't care. He just care. eats it. He says, you know what? Eat it, and I don't really care. Right. And the defense never usually gets the ball from him though. That's the thing, Adrian, like you want to scramble and, and make up the play every time. It's like more things like that happen. Like you got to like his instinct for when to eat it is bad. Really bad. You sometimes got to eat it. Right. And he never just goes, let's just eat it. And that's where it's like, Oh God, like, because that's a backbreaker, you know, in a lot I, of ways too. Like I mean, I, I'm way more apt to let you like, when you're outside the of the pocket, right? Do get creative then. Go 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 make something extra happen. Don't eat it. When you're in the pocket and it's collapsing, that's a dangerous place. Yes, I think that's where you got to learn to just be like. Sometimes if it's crashing in, you just tuck it and eat it. Yes, and uh, I mean that play 
is so bad on so many levels that it's just like I'm just because now like, all of a sudden because oh, now all of a sudden you're going to halftime and was I the only one I was like I sat on my couch silent for a little bit just like what happened I mean so, how is Nebraska losing this game Nick four plays it was four plays well, well this was, okay so halftime you have the Cam Taylor Britt mistake for the punt safety you have a missed extra point. You have a drop touchdown, bad throw by Martinez. You have a roughing the passer, taunting penalty that negates a came Taylor Britt interception. Then you have the Martinez fumble that Illinois scoops and scores a touchdown. I wrote this down. Might, people might roll their eyes to this. I wrote down total swing points from own mistakes. Safety, two points. Missed extra point, one yep. point. Dropped missed touchdown catch because you have to settle then for a field goal, four points. Four points roughing the passer erasing the pick you could argue seven points that's a seven point swing debatable right we even if you take that to zero it doesn't matter but so it's either a, a grand total of 14 points or if you want to take away the seven no or you, or, add, or the, seven. you add seven it could be 21 and that's and that's the part that's like i didn't even add that i have the scoop score no, fumble. so, so this, then, that's that's truly 14 points that are guaranteed we so it's either have. 14 to 21 points that are seemingly taking out a gun and just shooting yourself. That and that's the what I think this team just it, couldn't do the first game of the year against the beatable team is the exact thing that we've been talking about for three seasons now. They did it again. Yes. So this is like this is what's so hard, man. This is what's so hard is like, is this a our guys this is just how they are That's I, don't, I don't know i don't understand i'd really i was watching it, my brother my brother's like how do you explain them like and i, I go i don't know man i, I don't because you know what it was like like it, it right now it's really easy to be like well this is what scott frost guys do and i just go like my mind doesn't go there like i don't know if, i don't make that jump to like this coach makes guys do these things like i go i don't know about i don't know that that's true but I go. I all I know is like this is what we do a lot. Yeah, I mean, this at some is where point, I'm struggling. Well, at some point, there's, you know, there's a trend, there's a pattern. So that's where you do kind of go. Well, why is it that Pat Fitzgerald's teams never have penalties and da 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 da? Like, well, they do. It just we don't. We don't. Well, but they're like, the, usually the least penalized team in the country. Yes. They lead the penalty, lead the nation in fewest penalties almost every year. Wisconsin basketball, almost every year, they they are one of the fewest turnovers yes. per game every year. Like at some point, there is some correlation, but at the same time, there's stuff like the Cam Taylor Britt safety where you go, wow. I I can't explain it. It's just nuts. I can't explain the Big Ten kicker of the year missing two extra points today. Like, right. I can't explain it. Um, and I, I, I'm always, I try to be slow to blame. I try to be slow to make assumptions. And I'm just kind of in a, a loss at, at where, what I, because it's just like, I don't think we're terrible. You I don't. Your, you're getting your Ted Lasso, Walt Whitman, be curious, not judgmental. Is that, that is, that, is that, that Walt Whitman? That's, yeah, right? No. How about that? It, 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 it's the poet. Well, yeah, well, that's yeah, a, yeah. you know, the scene with the darts lasso and, and where he's, he says, be there was something written that's on the, right. be yeah. curious, not judgmental. Yep. That's how you are. You're, you're slow to want to just blame people, but yeah. nevertheless, there's something like 
after this many years and this many games and this many times of the same things happening over and over again. Yeah, it's it's hard but, to it's it's hard to explain though. It really well, is. okay. Well, hold on. It's only halftime. Like I, I was watching the game with my family, my two little nephews. They were like, "Do you think? Do you think Nebraska gonna win?" I'm like, "Yeah." At that point, I really did. I'm like, the defense is playing well. They have their backup QB in. At some point, like, I mean, Nebraska literally had to vomit and pee, vomit on themselves, pee their pants due to their, like, to be in this position. I thought they were going to win. And this is where the start of the third quarter was really disappointing. Yeah, and this is like a true, uh, like. This is less mental mistakes, just disappointing. This is more like. I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Playing the game, football, sometimes I think people outduel you. I right. think we got outdueled this drive because you start the third quarter Illinois has the ball first they go on an eight minute 14 play 75 yard drive for a touchdown which was uh, uh, like credit give credit where credit's due they decided we're gonna chew this clock up it felt like the game was over because you just looked like all of a sudden quarter's like, over. yeah all of a sudden the, for the third quarter went like that and Nebraska's down multiple scores and you're like sheesh they're gonna run out of time which they, they pretty much they did. almost would have been better like giving up a quick score right. and getting getting their defense off the field and getting like the game moving because the game went to this like but Illinois slow pace but you got to like, give them credit they I thought their play calling got better they found some they really started to run the ball I thought this is where I do think Nebraska got a little tired and the oh, the tackling started to erode a little bit I, and, I'll say this I'm uh, the defensive line um which I I kind of assumed was going to be a strength of ours, like the second half. I just I I rewound like guys were looking tired. They were I mean I get it. They were out there a long time, and I feel like they were getting out of gaps. We did that, you know. They were doing those wide runs, and I feel like we're getting out of gaps. Um, I I just felt like we got sloppy. Yes, we got sloppy as the game went. You know, they didn't play terrible, but they just. The second half, I thought we were sloppy. I thought we were we weren't ready for a full game. So, fourteen play, seventy five yard touchdown drive. Nebraska's offense comes out, goes three and out. Mm -hmm. So this is where it, it all like now, three and out punt. You're back onto the field, and this is where sometimes, sometimes teams a guy makes a play, and you just kind of tip their cap. They're after the three and out. Illinois hits the long pass. Perfect throw. I mean, it's perfect, a catch. perfect throw. Perfect catch. Tight ropes to sideline. Sometimes you just go. You, give they credit. got scholarship guys give credit too. Where credits and, do that. That quarterback. You know what a good pickup for them because Rutgers first game yeah. of the year. He looked like he was pretty confident, pretty yeah. poised. Like he's a guy that I'll tell you what. Like yeah, he's not a superstar. But he was a serviceable backup. He went. What was he? Eleven of twelve, and he, I mean, he was. I mean, he didn't like. He, for the most part, you know, he had the one errant pass that luckily he got the the, the uh, roughing the passer. The roughing the passer. But after that, he played a solid game. I thought. He, so they hit the long pass. They have a three play, forty seven yard touchdown drive, and then all of a sudden, boom! Illinois is up thirty to nine, and you're just like, what happened? Yeah, it's just. Everything that can go wrong went wrong. Everything for them that really could have went right went, went right. 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 The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Runza. Everybody that knows my athletic background, you know, as a quarterback in high school. But, you know, I believe in establishing the run game. And even more than that, I believe in establishing the Runza game. That's an original Runza cheeseburger, some onion rings, double dipped, and homemade batter. 
little bit of a pop to top it off. You know, in football, you establish a run. But at lunch, you establish the runza. It's just that simple. So get out to runza today and establish the runza game or check out the delicious salads. You got the chicken bacon ranch salad, sweet berry chicken salad, and my personal favorite, the Southwest chicken salad. You got to get out to runza, establish a runza game, or get a salad. Either way, you are going to leave satisfied. Runza makes it all better. I mean, and- what, what bad happened to Illinois? Did they have one bad call against them? I can't think of one. One bad I'm trying moment? To I, Nick, nothing bad happened to them. Right. They played not to beat themselves. They didn't. But they didn't have to do right. I mean, at this point, at this point, for all intents, I mean, the game's not over, but it's it's life support here. Uh, yeah, it was because then to to finish it out here, there's there's in Nebraska's drive to at the end of the third quarter and the start to, of the fourth quarter, which is more just shooting yourself in the foot. You have the good long throw by Ture or by Martinez to Samari Ture that's erased by a penalty for offensive pass interference on Oliver Martin. And not a good call, by the way. And and yeah, where he, but Martin's got to sell it a little better. Yeah, I mean, but, but it, it wasn't egregious. Like if you watch most pick plays, it's, it's a lot. Usually it's very worse. similar to that. I mean, people pick and that was like a, that was a touchy. It was a ticky tack. But how about, there was that was a 44 yard net loss on that play when you combine the gain with the penalty 44 yards right then on that same drive there oliver martin redeems himself if you want to call it like because he has a great catch then on second down to get a first down and so then on on that same drive martinez has the scramble nine yard run where cam jurgens gets called for penalty where he just kind of like Told the defensive tackle, come here, big guy. That's another one where I'm like, really? Like, you call it every play. I'm just the, I, scr- the still image. I mean, well, the one guy was just like, I don't know what you do with him. You're supposed to be like, hands off. Like, <laughs> he was a little he was like, like, he put his hands underneath him <laughs> like this. And so then Cam was like, remember the, remember the game on Whose Lines Anyway, where like, he comes behind, he comes behind him. Him. That's what it looks <laughs> <laughs> They'd always be like mustard, and he would like squeeze it on oh, yeah, like, it. It always was food and getting fed. That Cam that. Cam Jurgens <laughs> at the D tackle went on his whose line is anyway. They were just like, well, that was a bizarre play though, right? I'd say we we had one, two, three, <laughs> three really bad calls, and I would even put the the Cam Taylor Britt. I, I think that easily could have been called a a touchback. A touchback. Right. I think we had four just like the refs were like. Guess who's going to lose today? <laughs> well, okay, well, let me just finish. Like, then on, so you have the holding, and then Nebraska gets backed up third and 17. You have a drop pass by Oliver Martin. It would have been short anyways, but maybe Nebraska goes for it because they're close. And then Nebraska punts, and they have a whopping 13-yard punt. I, uh, I, I got to be honest. Of all the plays of the day, I think I got most upset with that. A 13 yard punt. because I wanted us to either go for it or you pin them. You don't kick it 13 yards. Well, here's the oh, thing. He- here's the thing that wrote this down. So first of all, you had a chance to put points on the board and you did it because of penalties. You had a chance to then pin Illinois and you didn't. And here's why it's important. Bo. Illinois then on their ensuing possession, they get one first down, but then they get stopped and they have to punt. They put us. They pin Nebraska inside the 10 at the nine yard line. And then, so if Nebraska has a good punt and they pin Illinois, 
Illinois is not farther, far enough down the field to be able to pin Nebraska. Does that make sense? Like these are these little yes, hidden yardage all game long. They do this moments. Time. And then by the way, if Nebraska has a good punt, you likely don't get pinned inside your own 10 where then time is not on your side because the next drive you do score, but the next drive takes 19 plays and nearly seven minutes to score. Yeah. But these are those moments, these moments where that, that punt is terrible. And a huge play. One last thing on this last drive to just, you know, Festivus, Aaron, some grievances here. Mm -hmm. But so this this last drive, it's nine minutes left down 30 to 16. Game's not over, right? I mean, the game is not over. These are these other things that drives me nuts a little bit about or just I just want someone to explain this to me. Do you see who was in it running back on that series? Uh, Ramir. John, Ex- Johnson, just explain yeah. that to me. I don't know. I don't know if they get, they like don't have a guy, but then they don't like, it seemed like Irvin was in, then he was never in. And then Steph, Steph was, was in, then in. he wasn't in. I just don't understand. Like he hadn't gotten a carry all game. I'm not sure he had been in all game. He is at least based on who came in your third stringer. And this is the biggest drive of the game. I, I don't Now maybe know. they were in some sort of, Two, they were. I, I don't know. Like if this was a, they had a different package in there. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm willing to say I don't that know. Could be, I don't know either. I have no idea. But I guess these are the things, just little management stuff, that it, I just don't understand. I guess, either Ramir Johnson is good enough to to be on the field. If he's good enough to be on the field in this moment, where the fuck was he for four quarters? I don't know. And I wouldn't have a bad have a bad answer if I tried to answer that. I, I don't guess know. I, just, I wrote that because I'm just like I don't I don't you, understand. You that. know, here's here was my big question. Even more than that, I w- I wasn't even thinking about that. I was going like, why are we not going faster? Right. It did. I know. It. I, I mean, because that this drive took it took took six six mi- or seven six minutes and a, six and a, six minutes and like forty seven seconds. I think it was. Well, to me, what that did it was like because we couldn't like. It's good we scored, and maybe that's you had like to get points. Whatever at this but like, point, like we were just trying to score points, and maybe I don't know, maybe the conditioning, maybe whatever. But to me, I'm I'm a guy that like I really focus on the clock. So when Illinois took eight minutes off, I was like, I was already starting to go, okay, yipes, we're running out of time. I felt like we were just taking our sweet time on that drive. It didn't feel like we were like there wasn't a lot of urgency. It wasn't like let's go freaking light speed here get some points and then have four you, or five minutes. We had like two minutes. You afterwards. got nine minutes. You have all three timeouts. You're down two scores. So you need to, you're going to need to score twice and you're going to need to stop them. Yeah. That's not a lot of time. And to run that whole amount down, I think it put too much pressure on our offense. for it that just, last drive. Yeah, it, we, we needed the extra two minutes for the last drive. Right. Then you have the option of throwing it in, you know, running it and keep staying in bounds if you have to. Or, or maybe you don't have to waste all your timeouts defensively. You, you don't. save a few offensively, exactly. all those kinds of things. And so I just but, felt like that was a little bit, um, you know, if we're being, if we're picking nits here. I would, I would be the, I'd be the type of like, I, I like to see the urgency uh, of I agree. Like when you're going. Two other things that happened on this drive that were frustrating. You finally had the, the bad snap from Jurgens happened on this, happened on this play. But did that look like, were they doing? I think it was. I don't know. Were they trying to do? Like it looked like Martinez was moving 
to his left on the snap. It just looked odd. I didn't but whatever it was, it was like... I would like to see it from the... I know. I don't think we ever got a good angle on but it. That's but that's just... I mean, that was almost like, hey, we're, we're going for the trifecta today. Like, like, yeah. We're going to do it all. Hitting everything. This, Nebraska was what needed to hit for the cycle. <laughs> yeah. Of all their... Other, of all their, you know, classic mistakes. It wouldn't be a classic... classic I think game, I yeah. think Frost got the headset and said, guys, the only mistake we haven't hit on our bingo card or hitting for a cycle is a high snap from Jurgens. Let's make that happen. I don't think he had one bad snap. I don't remember one. And then it was an airmail. Luckily we got on the ball. Right. But nevertheless, it's like when that happened, it was like, of course it happened. And then also uh, Connor Colt missed an extra point after Nebraska scored on that, on that drive. So, which is like, let's be real. It's important. Let's be real. If we don't, if, if we get in the end zone to finish the game, I think we lose. Cause we had to, we'd have to go for two. Then. Yeah. Think about that. So instead of winning the game, they probably lost easy 30 edge. to 28. So if, if Connor Colt makes his extra points and we get a chance to score, like we probably win that game instead, like we would have had to go for two. And I just wouldn't feel great about no. having to win a game going for two. Right. So now. it's pretty much ball game after that. And that was the, it, that was the end of my list of things that I was frustrated okay. with. Did I miss anything? Was there anything in there no, that no, uh, I mean, the, the big ones were the four in the first half. Yes. That's the first half was more where things where there were a lot more mental, like, the second half was like we were fatigued. We made our run. You well, know, that's the, what. So, a couple of couple of things to chew on. Illinois controlled time of possession. They were pretty much plus ten minutes, and that's with the Nebraska's final scoring drive of a nineteen play drive that took. Yeah. So it really was more lopsided than it was. Illinois had the ball for thirty four minutes and fifty five seconds. Nebraska had it for twenty five minutes and five seconds. But it was really. It was almost like they had it for double. The it was. It was all. It was more. Like they doubled Nebraska time of possession. Yeah. Um, Nebraska is now five and thirteen in games decided by one score or less. Thirteen of Nebra- of Scott Frost's twenty-one losses are by one score or less. Yeah. It just is it seems like we do this. Here's what it's I've noticed about our team. It seems like we get off the decent starts, mess up, then battle back and make it close. Yeah. That's kind of the way we lose a lot of the time. And I go. What is that about us? Like it's it's a weird like. I would love I to know. see some stats. It seems like in the Frost era, they are a particularly bad third quarter team. Yes, yes. Like really, if if you were looking at just if you isolated stats and numbers, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, I bet their worst quarter by a mile is the third quarter. Yes, I I, was, I remember like our. Colorado and Northwest like didn't we have just just atrocious starts to have yeah and to set to the second half but yeah because I mean that's what's amazing is for for as as mistake riddled of a game as this was they still battled had the ball down a score they, they they're with, always I mean, fight I just don't know that they're well, that's the thing. I mean 13 of the it's not like you said it on the uh on our our season preview it's the one score loss that makes it harder to, to digest where it's like blowout wins, blowout losses aren't, aren't hard to, 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 yeah, the Mike Riley era was not hard to understand. Even the bull Pelini era was kind of like, cause a lot of the big, there were a lot of the games got out of hand and you're like, okay, like big game kind of gets away from them. That's not the case here. I mean, 13 of your 21 total losses are by one score. But see, I think that's to me, what this points out is, is, now that we're in the fourth year of Frost and we're seeing the same thing we've seen, it, it's less 
what it's always been in the past. When it was Solich, when it was Callahan, when it was Pelini, when it was Riley, we had defensive issues that would happen in the big games. The big losses were like, man, the defense and the scheme would yeah. follow. Like, they'd do stuff that we just, like, couldn't stop the run, we couldn't, couldn't stop, stop the, yeah, whatever. Jet sweep against Wisconsin or whatever. Like, yeah, we just had these moments where, like, it was Texas Tech against, it was yep. against Frank Solich, it was Colorado or it was Kansas State. Like, they'd blow us out in these, like, weird defensive letdowns. Um, and, I mean, offense was terrible in those games, too. But this seems to be more like our offense makes the mistakes that kill us the in these games, especially, like, like when we're in the midst of totally agree. I mean, I think it's an offensive thing. I to, to kind of recap, like I wrote down kind of bad, disappointing things, obviously special teams across the board. Yeah. Um, the, the running backs and the run game from the running backs, Nebraska had three running backs carry it 19 times for 58 yards, but there was nothing there. Nothing. I That's put, why it was hard to even the, the old the line, line. I thought did not play well. You know, Frost. Fr- and I wanted you gonna ask about the odd even thing. Yeah. Like, can you explain? Because so basically, Frost after the game said they had they guessed wrong. They had guessed that they were gonna see an odd, odd front, and they basically played an even front the entire game. To me, I guess I'm amazed that wow, the, just a, a simple odd even front was enough to render you guys frozen for yeah, the run game was done. That's a tough one because I, I do think, you know, when a team does something unexpected, right? I usually think there's going to be three or four series is that like they might win. And that's part of like the chess matchup. Yeah. But like, it's also like, it shouldn't be like means like you don't get to like, I think Scott Frost went away from the run game. Right. Especially in the second half, they pretty much just went away from, but it. understandably they're down. Big. I get it. Yeah. But, but but like I do think like we did not adjust at all in that run game. I mean, our offensive line there was no I push. It was a there was bad no hole for them. Yeah, they're going to have a, that was a wake up call for that O line because because you saw the stats they flashed up Illinois against the run and all that they were really bad a year ago. Yeah, and but I thought the offensive line had a bad day. I I thought they couldn't. They were not winning at the point of attack. They could not run the ball in between the tackles. I didn't think they gave Martinez a whole hell of a lot and of time. It was, so, it was a soft pocket where like right. they were blocking, but it was a but little it was muddy. getting like it yeah. was getting where when Martinez is a shorter guy, I think he's six one maybe, and when that pocket gets tight, I don't think he's comfortable throwing. Right, like if you're six five, it's a little bit easier I think to deliver right with over a the tighter top of pocket. It. But right. when you're like think about it, you just are just it, down that much, and these big dudes are starting to like remember that like the pass to. Uh, Hickman that he missed, like it's just like it was going to be hard because it just right. wasn't like the pocket wasn't clean. It was still just a collapsed pocket. And so, so I thought, but I thought the O line did not play well. No. Uh, the running back situation w- suffered because of that. Uh, real, t- l- let's have a conversation about Martinez real quick because. I mean, they flashed up the stats. He now has 36 career turnovers. He's got 20 interceptions and 16 fumbles. That's a lot of, lot of turnovers. But the timing of those turnovers is so bad. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. It's not just not all mistakes are created equal. I always my analogy all the time is, you know, I can be if I'm late for a tea time with you by 10 minutes, or I'm late to a job interview by 10 minutes. It's the same action. You're late. 
I'm late <laughs> 10 minutes to something. One is way worse than the other. So of those 36 turnovers, I'd love to go through all of them and chart like the on a scale of one to 10 of backbreaking. Holy, you can't do that. They're all like a 10. It feels like I mean, but I didn't think he now I will say. I don't know. I feel like we just are just having the same conversation about it over and over again. Like you kind of sit there and you watch him and you go, man, he's he, he didn't play very good. He was in and out of rhythm. When he was in rhythm, he made some plays that were really good. The 75-yard touchdown run. He had a couple of, on the their last touchdown drive, man, he made some great throws Yeah, in with people bearing down on him. And then, I mean, you sit there and you go, okay, you know, where would that offense have been without that guy? Where it was like, no, unless no. he made a play, they couldn't do anything. Yeah, we couldn't run it. I mean... And really, like when I say, like when I look at his game in the entirety, I don't think it was bad. I think he misses a touchdown throw and, and fumbles. fumbles the ball for a touchdown, and everything else was fine. Yeah. I'll just take that as a game where I said the rest of that game is just him. Fine, that's good. He just has to become a guy that makes the throw and doesn't fumble the ball there. Right. That's the only, like, that's all he has to change. And I'm going to go. But here's Adrian's the problem. A solid guy. Here's the problem. And I think there's some of this stuff can be, can you can expand out and include it with Frost. It's like there's this feeling like he'll get it. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. He's, he'll get it. Hold on. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. He, no, no, no. Guys, trust me. He'll get it. He'll eventually stop doing that. That's what sucks about this game. Fourth year. This is the game that this was the year he's supposed to stop this. And this was the year Frost and the team, all this stuff to extrapolate it, even zoom out more. Because I think that's the thing that I found myself being so frustrated. You you kind of end up kicking yourself, and we'll get into being like, okay, we don't we don't know want to say the season's over, but you just there's been this like assumption, at least for me, that eventually they're gonna stop. Martinez is going to stop the backbreaking turnovers. Cam Taylor Britt's not going to make the bonehead catch safety. Like eventually, those things are going to stop. They'll get it right. They're going to get it right. It's they're yeah. going to get it. They'll get it. And it's just at some point, are you a? Are we all sitting here like four years into this thing? Like, what are we even talking about? Well, I think that's that was the articles in the paper today. I right. mean. We were, we, you know, I, I read. Well, yeah, do we want to fast forward to kind of that big topic yeah, here? I because, because so. I, I have some other stuff that I could get into. But I like, think the big. The let, big let's stuff, wrap yeah. this up with. You read all the articles. Chattel, Sipple, uh, Dirk, Dirk, uh, Mitch Sherman, Pat Forty. Uh, there might have been another like all these grandioso columns recapping this game, and especially Dirk's. Now, don't get me wrong; I love Dirk, and I thought Dirk's column was interesting and yes. thought provoking, and and I think it's all stuff that you and I feel at times worried about. Like, man, if this doesn't work, yeah. blah, blah blah. But you read all those stories, you would think this was game eleven or twelve, and it is over. Yeah. Basically, these were basically Dirk wrote the obituary to the oh, Frost era. It, that was it. Basically, said there is no hope. It's over for for the rest of eternity. So that, I guess that's <laughs> the question. We'll 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 kind of pseudo wrap it up with that question of people are acting. Some media members, even some fans, people are acting like this shit is over. The Frost era is over. 
how do you react to the to the narrative or sentiment of this is over? So I, I think it would be uh, disingenuous to say that like to be acting paint this like we're in a great spot right now. Right? Yeah, we I, can't see to turn on the mics no. and be like, "It's okay, we're all we're, we're doing right, fantastic." Right. You know, like we're not that kind of homers. We're homers, right? But we're not that kind of homers, yeah. right? Like we're real about what's going on. That was a bad loss. But like when we lose a game because the pat we were one foot long in a pass, bat one bad fumble. I mean, you could call the game right there. Those two plays, that's the game to me. And our defense is like if your defense is okay, which we're doing okay on, we're all right. Yes. Offense is a few things away. That's where I mean, I've watched us lose by right. 70 before, and I go. Right. I had a different, I still have a diff, different feeling about my, the Mike Riley era. Um, and yeah, it's like, we didn't show our, we didn't show much that is going our direction this first game, but it is the first game of the year. Right. And I would strongly encourage people to just take a breath and go, there's 11 there's more 11 games. More Things games. happen. Sometimes you got to really just like, you got to just eat it for a while. Like there you do. are 11 more game. That's the only, trust me, all of the things people are pointing out, we've talked about them for an hour here. Like the mental mistakes, all that stuff, the record and close games, like all that stuff is real. But there are 11 more games to play. So to me, it feels, it feels like we're going there a little too fast to say this thing is over. I think it's, it's not even September. And we're losing close games. Like, we're not losing by 50 points. Right. Like, we're losing close games. So that's why I get the frustration actually is higher. It's higher for me when we lose them close. When we get blown out, it's like, it's a different feeling. That's when you start looking for another coach, right? But when you lose close games, like, there's more to it. Like, I, I just know there's just so much to these games. It's an inch. It's a this. It's a that. And so, like, I just have this weird, like, belief that, like, we have been snake bit in a weird way. We yeah. have been, like, jinxed. It feels like that. But at the same time, at some point, you got to. Yes, you, you do. You got to make your own luck. You do. And but you like, got to get out. I'm with you. Like, there. that's what's so hard. Is like, it's not here. It's there. I, I, I can simultaneously agree with you where it's like any moment in the game that could Nebraska catch a break or not, they never catch a break. Yes. But at the same time, like, there maybe there's a reason and that, that could, it never goes Nebraska's way. It might be like this, and it might never change. It might be like we're always going to be the, the team that loses. At some point this season, it's too quick to write the obituary. No, Way yeah. too quick. But but at some point, if all if we're still if we have this exact same conversation, games well like at the 12, 12 more times, Nick, the obituaries probably got to get warmed up. If we have twelve more, if we do this twelve more times, I'm just telling you, me and you should just call Alcoholics Anonymous because I mean, we'll be alcoholics oh, by then. We'll just be boozing we'll, it up. Well, I mean, there'll be no okay. So think about this. Think about us, and I, I always like to keep this in perspective. You were a wine four years. We all, to a man in Nebraska, I didn't hear one person not say this. You got to give them seven to 10 years, no matter what. Seven to 10 years. But you know what people do? Just like everything in this world, 
our memories are really short and we forget fast and we go back to our same past mistakes, which in Nebraska is fire a coach after three or four years, fire a coach after three, like we were, that's what we do. And I'm like, you know what? We've done this. A, we've gone through four or five coaches now. Like, how about we do what we said we were going to try to do and actually give them time and play. Like, so I'm still a believer in like change is bad right now. Uh, yeah. Change is bad. Here's what's hard about that. I'm totally with you. I am not on a write the obituary, make a change. I'm not on that, on that school of thought at all. But Frost and this program and this, this team, they have to meet the fans halfway. Like you no got to show some shred of improvement. At yeah. this point, I still contend at this point, did you feel like yesterday you saw a team that is any better than the team that took the field against South Alabama in year two? Yes, in ways. that I will be – no question in my mind, our defense is better. Um, I see improved skill – I think we have some better skill guys, but we got the same quarterback, running backs, nothing. I haven't seen anything there. Line – uh, still to, to be desired offensively. So it, to me, it's like I, I actually see it on defense. Oh, I see it on defense. I see it on defense. So like it's hard for me to say I don't like see improvement because I see it on the defense. The offense is sort of a conundrum because a it's, lot's it's on this maddening. quarterback. It, 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 it's, it's on the quarterback and on like yeah. the offense. When you stop and think about the final six games of the first year, and think about what that offense was doing, and then think about what this offense is doing now, and it's it's maddening. I thought the one thing you were going to be able to take to the bank with Frost's arrival was, listen, it might take a while. They might not win for a few years in terms of winning the West or winning the Big Ten. The one thing they're going to do is they're going to put up points. Uh, that's like that's I thought the one thing you could take to the bank was points, and the one thing that has not happened is the is the offense exploded. And that's what gets so that I, like that's what's so hard about this is like I totally am with you that everyone was saying got to give this guy time we don't want to we, listen we've done this cycle of higher fire higher fire and look where it's gotten the the program I am not on board with just right now the thought of of blowing it up again just terrifies me yeah but. With all that said, it's like just look, just just people, just try to look like you're getting like there's some you like I want to believe, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just give me something to it's, tangibly point to outside of that. Like I think we'd all agree. Like I see it on defense. I see the improvement, the progression. The one, like I wrote down, the one positive thing was they kind of heated up the quarterback. Now, now it got it, it, it. I thought they got wore down, but they heated up the quarterback, and that was the one, one of the big questions mark question marks was like pass rush. They they got after the QB, pretty good, slight improvement. I I mean, Nick Henrich was looking kind of like a player out there. Right. Um, Caleb Tanner, Garrett Nelson, Fildarius Payne, like those guys those all guys showed flashes. Those guys improved is what I'll say. Those guys right. looked improved. They're still not. I don't think they're great players no, yet. No, but you they're, know? They're, they showed improvement. The secondary, 
they didn't have a great game for them, but they still, I think, will be a strength. I agree. Um, so I, I think, like, people also, like, this was an emotional game, I think. for Like, our fan base is, they're in the dumpster now. But I think it's important for them to understand, like, just just stick with it. Like, get a couple games into this year, see what happens. Like, you never know. Like, things happen in ways you just can't predict. Like, right. maybe we'll get hot in the games that you think we're supposed to lose versus the easy ones where like it never makes sense. But I think you got to just like, people need to just, they, I know they want to do this, like protect themselves. Like I can't invest emotionally in the, like that's what everybody's but saying. That's how, there's a lot they of people that feel are feeling that. like that. They have to be like, it's too hard, but I'm like, you just kind of got to just like do your best to watch it and, you know, not live and die by it, but just, Continue to watch it and tr- trust that maybe something good will happen. It's hard, and we're talking in circles here, but it's hard when you – I think the thing I felt yesterday was like, no, it's human nature. Nobody wants to be made a fool of in the sense of – one of the one of the ways you can be made a fool of is by believing in something and having that thing let you down. Yes. That can go for people, things, whatever. That's the thing that I think I'm having a hard time with is like, I want to believe in this thing. And he, like, I think now just some of the stuff we talked about, even in our preview episode, I'm like, you feel stupid. No one likes to feel stupid. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people are guarding against, whether it's even just the emotion of being let down. I think it's also the emotion of like feeling dumb that you, you thought that it was this, this was going to get better. Well, I think we as a state, as a fan base, like a lot of our pride as people comes from our football. It's it, we've had it for 60 years, right? For 60 years. Like a, it's a part of our life. It's a part of what we take pride in. And it's really, it does. It sucks when the thing you're so proud of can't get out of like first gear ever. And we've been, it's, it's killing us right now. So now instead of people like sticking with it, uh, you know, because in, in it's a, and let keeping as a part of your life, they're saying, well, maybe it'll be better by just like go away. And I think that's the wrong, like, I do too. I think you just have to find a balance in how you look at it, but like, you shouldn't just give it up because but it is, but it is interesting when you think about whether it's because I mean, a lot of the columnists we talked about were local columnists. The, the national media is really right in the obituary for this guy. Yeah. And I just get nervous of once you start, once it starts going that way, that's my point. Like, I think Once, when the when the local what, what, media especially turns, it's usually like they almost are like it's like pitchforks route. Like now the mobs come. Well, here here here's the problem too, and I this was hard because I I, I don't, I'm not saying that these Dirk and Tom and Sip and these guys wouldn't be able to change their tune, but we live in a world where people people like to get ahead of things and say this is going to happen. Yeah, look what yeah, and and no matter what. They're going to search for things that validate what they thought was going to happen. Yep. The whole people would rather be right than get it right. Yeah. And I get the thing I get nervous about is there's enough people that have gotten ahead of this thing that have said fans Scott, too. fans too. when the fans say, I think get rid of frost. It's hard to go back to it's your group to of go- buddies and say, you know what? Like, Keeping Frost is the right idea. Right. I think people do that, and they, they don't like to go back on what people they don't said. like. To, when people put themselves out there yeah. and, and and state their flag in there, but like, LeBron James is blah. 
it, Scott Frost era is this. Yeah. It is hard. People never want to walk that back. And what concerns me is there's a lot of people that have, have put their flag in the ground of writing the obituary on this yeah. thing. And I just, I, I hope everyone can just allow it to like, now we can ride the waves a little bit. Like we, I mean, shit, me and you were upset. Like you can ride the waves, but just be slow to like, slow to write blow. it off. You know to what blow, I mean? Like, like, just remember when it comes to blowing this thing up, just remember all the other times we've blown it up and it's like, you want to blow it up? Maybe it's like Mike Riley comes back. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's I, I just, it's the thought of when you fire both literally clean, like and then Mike Riley's hired and you go, well, why did we do that? It's like because you wanted to blow it up because right. Bo Pelini won nine games, but you didn't trust his temperament, whatever. Like you blew it up before it needed to be blown up. Right. And they did the same thing with Frank Solich. Like they blew it up, winning nine games. And I I promise you, like, yeah, Frost's record right now. It's not. No, it's bad. But I mean, but his pedigree his understanding of, of the state. I think it's such a unique comes from such a unique position that like we said, give the guy time. Like, let's try to stick to that. Let's right. try to stick to the time right. we said, because like, to me, it's, oh God, I think it's a mistake to, to mm -hmm. overreact and not see it through. Can I bounce like two more things off you? And then we'll, yeah. then we'll get out of here. Um, I had a, Oh, where the heck were these guys list? Sevion Morrison. Did he get a carry? No, he didn't get in the game by what I saw. I don't know. And, and I, they said he made the trip and was, I mean, he was your pick to be I, the guy. I thought and, he and was going to be the starter and Gabe Irvin say, listen, was clearly There's the a guy. lot of people that were pegging yeah. him as the guy. So, uh, Xavier Betts. This is a stupid question. And it probably is as simple. Like, I wish, maybe I need like, you can answer the question. Why can't instead of Wyatt Lever, no disrespect, why can't that be Xavier Betts? Uh, unless, do, do they play a different position? I guess there's I'm, no reason they 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 would have to. Play I guess like good. why are you running Wyatt Lever on that wheel route in the end zone? I mean, Nick, again, it's a bad throw. I'm just saying, Nick, like, I mean, it's it's probably who, who has a better chance of making that catch. I'm just saying, like, you're a guy that like there's a reason why I mean, you were on the court at Kansas. They have. Right. All at McDonald's, all Americans every year. But You're like, probably right. Yeah, you got on there. Do you know why? You knew how to play the game. Right. Like you knew how the the coach wanted you to play. That's fair. And I you guess. did the just, things. That, to me, it's always got to be like somebody's not ready to be out there if they're not out there. Yeah. But that's all it is. I mean, Nick, that guy is physically, he's the guy you want out there. But there's but something. Must there's not a be reason clicking. why he's not, yeah. and it's it's usually he's not ready to do it. Right, you're right. And that's okay. I just was like, some guys need more time. He's only in his second year, right? He's a second year guy. Some guys take longer, and it's hard probably to just for people out there to go. Well, I don't it, understand that. Right. But, well, but I've always like, said. I mean, this was the thing that I always told myself on why I didn't make it at Kansas. But like, here's the thing: if you play the McDonald's All American and he fails, people are going to blame the McDonald's All-American, not the coach. You play the unheralded two-star yeah. walk-on whatever, and he fails, people are going to blame the coach, not the unheralded two-star walk-on. Does yeah. that make sense? Yep. So I think I'm falling victim to that a little bit as well. Yeah, I, I just think of it as like, there's always, like when you're in those practices, right? there's a reason. There's always a reason. There's it's a reason. always like, hey, 
you're an outside, you have to outside release. Hey, in this play, right. remember you're blocking down. Right. And if, and they it must can't not happen. Count, if you can't count on them to do the, right. the thing, right. right? Like if you want to, who do you want to run the post and throw the ball to? Xavier Betts. Right. But if he can't do all the, all I'm the other stuff, there's your other things that go into like, Hey, when we do the hurry up, hurry up offense, do you know all the routes and all the checks and all like, yeah, there's a lot to it. Some guys, it just takes longer. Right. Um, Omar Manning had two catches, I think. Yeah, and that's good to see. It's good At least he's out there. I mean, because the yeah, okay. Uh, the other thing now, I guess I'm not as you know, people are acting like Austin Allen, where it was the second coming of Rob Gronkowski, but it's like he he you know his first catch came with nine minutes to go in the game. If he's as good and as important as people expect him to be, probably got to get him more involved, I guess. But I'm not necessarily chugging the Austin Allen Kool Aid either. I, I think. He's we fine. do this to every he's, tight ends. People are like, man, Mike McNeil, man, Kyler Reed, man, you got to get like, for some reason, every tight end is always like, you know, who's the next Tony Gonzalez, fill in the blank and whoever the current. Tight I end mean, is. it's just uh, Austin's good. But yeah, I mean, it's like he's also he's not like he's not like a bursty guy. He's just tall. He's a dude. tall guy. So he's a good big target. Uh, but, you know, sometimes I think to get somebody the ball a lot. They're usually somebody that gets separation. Right. Where he's more of a size guy, I would say. Last guy I wrote down was, uh, I didn't see much from Jojo Doman. Did he have a, a good game? Was it just a quiet game? Quiet I mean, game. It seemed like he was. I just barely even noticed him out there. I think he was out on the the outside. and Sometimes that's how, maybe I'm wrong. Sometimes in football, it just doesn't. Things don't come, your, come way. your way. Defensively, sometimes you just don't get You're the You're at the action. mercy of like, yeah. So, but I wrote that down. Last I mean, thing. Yeah. Last thing we got it here. I don't necessarily, I'm not one of those people that subscribes to like, you know, curses and karma gods and all that stuff. But like I am, it does feel like <laughs> Nebraska is cursed and it feels like you can trace the curse back to Frank Solich being fired yeah. in a ritual to somehow reverse the curse get the football gods back on Nebraska's favorite. Does Nebraska need to bring Frank back? Like, as stupid as it sounds, I would right now, my number one school of thought is to call Frank Solich and say, we want to bring you to Lincoln, Nebraska, honor you for a game and hope that, like, people can, like... What if we, Nick, that's actually the best... Idea. I've, this is where we're at in Nebraska. <laughs> this is the best idea I've heard so far. Should we start a campaign for that to bring Frank back, but to be like specific, like Frank, we're we're doing this to honor you for what you've you know did as a coach here uh, and as a player, but we want you to reverse the curse. Like it's a reverse the curse is a part of his like message. Like guys, this is reverse. It's the gonna curse. T- it's gonna take like everyone being like. They should have, we should have never done this to you, Frank, but here we are going to absolutely, yes. we're going to do almost like, you know, two we need submarines. Burn, like, we need to burn like 20 sage and, and what are like, a, some, like, I mean, like, be like sacrifice a corn like a one second, the one second from Texas, <laughs> the, you know, like, well, it's like the, the Ted Lasso where we were like, where they all brought something and they threw it in the fire. Need, Even Phil Jackson did yes. that at the end of the last dance. We need to start the, the state of yes. Nebraska and its football program. They all need to bring their baggage and we all need to burn it. And Frank Solich needs to be the one to light it all on fire. We need to burn the 20 years of 
these bad snake. I mean, I'm just thinking like um, even my year, like you remember the Lakeven Smith fumble? Yes, Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Uh, Terrence Nunn Terrence fumble Nunn, against Texas. Texas. Like these are the plays. Niles Paul fumbling at the goal line against Iowa State in 2009. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, the one second, the... I mean, it just you. We could uh, list a million different things, and I mean, Frost everyone the lightning we, uh, game. Like we got to bring like a lightning bolt. And we like have, Raiden shows up. Yeah, Raiden I mean. shows up. But <laughs> but we and but I was just I, I don't know if people enjoyed this a little bit. Like I wrote it. I'm like this curse. I believe if there is a curse, which it kind of feels like it. The only way to make it right is to incorporate Frank Solich in bringing him back. He needs to come back and be on the field at Memorial Stadium. Yeah, think about this. So the Boston Red Sox curse was the curse of the Bambino. They yes. trade Babe Ruth, I think, in 1919. Is That's that right? right? That was a year I had my mind. Uh, 1919, I think. Um, and it, I mean, it was almost, you know, 100 years. You know, like it was 80 or 90 years they had to deal with that, right? So um, I think we should be proactive. And I think it's, it's all Frank. It's Frank is Frank, retired. There's no, he's done. He's retired from Ohio. Like he coached Trev. He coached, not, not Trev, but he was on the coaching staff. Trev yeah. was there. He coached Frost. He like, I think he would take that phone call now. And if Trev said, Frank, you were done wrong. And we all know it. We want to bring you back. We need you to reverse the because it is the the I think it's the Frank Solich curse. That's what it feels like. It feels like from the moment that that dude was fired, this program's been cursed. because we did a wrong. We did wrong by Frank. He yep. won nine games and he got fired. Mm-hmm. We did wrong that day, and we I I know we've been paying for it ever since. And when you get Frank back and reverse the curse, are you with let's me? Reverse the curse. We got to reverse the curse. Let's do it. We're gonna reverse the curse with Frank Solich. That was the last thing I wrote down for the puck. Okay, okay there we go. Ninety minutes. Uh, I feel better. I don't. I, feel I, don't, I, don't I don't necessarily feel like Nebraska's not gonna go. They're gonna win every game. We're winning next week, though. We're got, <laughs> yeah, bring him in. No, yes, but baby. but that, I know gonna win next week. But uh, this is what I like. I like talking out with you. I always feel better. Yeah, I always feel better after we talk. Okay, that's what we got to do here. This is good. This is good. Okay, so next week, Fordham, hopefully we're uh, we're talking about a dub. We'll talk about a dub. And uh, hopefully some things uh, got corrected in, amongst that thing. And you have Frank's number. You committed to Frank. You committed to Frank Solich. You got to have him. You you need to call Frank. You call Frank. All right, you know what? We'll wrap up the pod. Bo's going to call Frank. That's what oh, we're doing. Okay. All right, my thanks to Pella. If you're thinking about a new window or a new door, now is the time. Check them out online on the web at PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And uh, my thanks to my good friends at Runza. Best fries on the planet. Great burgers. Cheese Runza. Delicious. The food is simply fantastic. Runza makes it all better. A Huda Media Production.